0: Hello, once again, talking Fight fans. It's time for Neil the Deal. And Neil the Deal has in the house with him, Ray Mercer. Well, not really in the house, but on his mind. How's that?
1: Hey, Graham, how are you tonight, my friend? It's Friday, guys. Exactly. Friday. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Super Bowl weekend. Get your popcorn, peanuts, Cracker Jacks, wings, pizza, chili, whatever turns your crank. Because the, uh, the, the bowl is on. We all know who's playing. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs are playing. Hey. My team right here, right? And the other team, hosted by some guy named Brady. So he's he's had enough. He's, he's won enough. He needs to go away. That's what he needs to do. And put all your money, guys, on these guys, all right? Don't be afraid. Neil, the deal is giving you a tip. It's going to be a blowout. There you go. That's a tip for the weekend, guys. So stay safe out there. Thanks again for all the likes, the shares, the, the subscriptions, the comments, man. Oh, Graham, this week was phenomenal, eh?
0: Yep. We had a great week.
1: We had a we 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 literally had a great week. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to the Neil the Deal fans, the talk and fight fans, everybody out there, all our sporting fans. So uh let's get into this uh episode for a good uh Friday night. We're going to do a guy who I watched pretty extensively during his career because I really liked him. I just liked the way he he fought. I I thought that he probably could have um, been a world champion. Even back in the day, I know Angelo Dundee, the famous trainer of Muhammad Ali, said that if there's anybody in the heavyweight division that's going to win the title and keep it for a while, uh, Dundee thought that this was the gentleman. His name was Ray Mercer. We're going to talk about a guy named Ray Mercer. Now, he went with the moniker uh, Merciless, Merciless Ray Mercer. That's I like that. I thought that was awesome. I was like, all right, this guy's got no mercy, and he's big, and he's tough, and he looked, he looked mean. Every time he entered the ring, that guy looked like he was eating steel for breakfast. It was like, what the heck is in this guy's cornflakes? <laughs> he's literally – he looked pissed off all the time, which is kind of cool, right? so merciless ray mercer we'll talk about him today guys again thanks again for everything and uh keep it keep them coming keep them flying keep them keep them going that's all i can ask and uh, i want to thank you for coming out and watching the show tonight so he was born april 4th 1961 that makes him uh 59 years old right now graham
0: Correct. his career
1: spanned it was a pretty big career he uh he started in 89 as a pro and uh he went to 2005 or 2006 when He decided uh, boxing wasn't, uh, you know, working out for him in the end. He was 44 years old when he retired. So he started to get into kickboxing and Mm -hmm. MMA, which I never knew. So he was in something called cage fighting or something, and like those smaller MMA sort of pride, I guess, or whatever they call that, and some kickboxing stuff. But he really only had two or three bouts. He won all the bouts um, that he was in, I believe he – He did pretty good. He did get beaten up in the end by um, he was supposed to fight Tim Sylvia. He ended up beating Tim Sylvia in an MMA fight, but he lost to uh, somebody. It'll come to me. And and the guy actually just beat him up, right? It was, like, pretty bad. So, anyways, he didn't really last that long in the MMA career and the the kickboxing, but he did it for a few years, I guess, at the end. So the things that he did do, though, that are, uh, like, really amazing, guys, check this out. So he was the uh, winner of the gold medal at the 1988 Summer Olympics in uh, Seoul, Korea, in the heavyweight division. So he was the gold medal winner. So, guys, anybody who's a gold medal winner, you got to like, and I remember watching the fight, and he 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 knocked out all his opponents. All the, Remember we talked about how Michael Spinks only had two fights, him to win the title uh, or to win the gold? Yeah. Uh, Mercer had to fight four, five. I think it was five, four at least, five guys to win that gold medal. So there you go. It's a completely different thing there. So he won that in the heavyweight division. He was a heavyweight and a super heavyweight. Those were the two divisions that he was in. I don't even know if they have super heavyweight anymore. Do they, Graham? Or it's just categorized as heavyweight?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, they're super heavyweights.
1: Heavyweight. Yeah, super heavyweight still, eh? Anybody I think it's over 240 or something or 50 is super heavyweight or something, right? I,
0: I thought Ray was a super heavyweight.
1: Yeah, that's a question for Ray. Ray, if you can answer that question for us, much appreciated, buddy. All right, so um he did really well during his career. Uh he won the gold, right? Uh he also won the WBO heavyweight championship and he was the title holder in 92. Um he, he was the son of a retired army guy. Uh, a a retired army man his dad was in the army he was a mechanic in the army and uh, Ray always wanted to be in the army that was his uh goal so to speak when he was younger so he enlisted in the army when he was really young he loved to fish and hunt he loved the outdoors his dad was really cool I love that stuff fishing and hunting's right down my alley I love it and uh and then he decided to go into his amateur career and his dad was helping him out so um he started at 23 while he was in the army. Was when he started Graham, and uh, he won all the military titles, U.S. amateur boxing titles. In 80, in 85, he became the U.S. Army and inter-service heavyweight champion of the military. So he 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 basically was was the the biggest baddest dude in the military, the army at that time. <laughs> basically, he's a heavyweight champion of all divisions, right? And so uh, must have been a hell of a a fighter you know as far as if he had to go to war you'd love to have him on your team put it that way absolutely want to have him on your team so he also competed as a youngster in european tournaments because his father being a military guy was stationed in germany so he grew up uh, in in georgia and germany basically at these uh military bases that his his father was at so um he 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 always wanted to become the best of the military At boxing, he wanted to become the Army boxing uh, trial champion. There's a camp or something, some U.S. military camp. He wanted to become part of that. So he got into that. And uh, in 1988, he was actually named, which is kind of farther into his career, obviously, but he was named the Armed Forces Athlete uh, of the Year. So that's a pretty big accolade to be the, the, the biggest in the Armed Forces, like best athlete. So. That's pretty amazing stuff. The guy, like I said, I watched a lot of his fights, and I'll tell you, you're going to want to watch some of these fights. Graham, if you haven't watched any of Ray Mercer's fights, he was he was a monster. He was a very scary individual, and he was, he was a lethal puncher. Now, anybody who knows anything about Ray Mercer will tell you, or any of his opponents will tell you, probably the hardest puncher in the heavyweight division of, of that era, of the time. He basically... When he was in the Olympics I heard a, i heard a rumor where he, his his partner was Riddick Bo, all right? In the tri- in the in the Olympic trials in in the heavyweight or super heavyweight division. I think it was super heavyweight. And Bo wouldn't even fight him uh, spar with him because Mercer's punches were just too hard. So Bo wanted nothing to do with him, right? And Bo was a big guy, like six five two fifty 250, five 255 or something crazy, but this guy he, they they put 16 ounce gloves on him and he just knocked he wouldn't even like the problem was he would just knock you out even with those big gloves on, you know what I mean? He had so much punching power. So he was he, w- he was really good that way. That's why I really liked him. I thought, you know, every time I watch him, he's gonna he's gonna end this in a in a in a flurry, a barrage of massive hard punches, you know, every time. So and he 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 did pretty well. So in his in his pro career, he turned pro. And he had 44 fights, Graham. He had 36 wins, 26 by knockout, seven losses, and one draw. So he did pretty pretty well, if you know what I mean. That's There's nothing to be ashamed of that, <laughs> right? 36 wins out of 44 fights with seven losses. So he beat uh, some notable guys, too. He beat uh, Smoke and Burt Cooper. We talked about him, Graham. He's the guy that uh, Willie DeWitt had the issue with. So he, uh, he beat him. In 1990, to win uh, Cooper's NABF heavyweight championship crown, so he took that the NABF. In January 91, he won the WBO heavyweight title, and then he vacated that title to fight Larry Holmes instead of fighting the mandatory challenger again. Here we go, uh, Michael Moore at the time. So he decided he, it was in his best interest to go to for the WBC WBA titles from Holmes instead of defending the WBO. He just vacated. So, he had a hell of a, a hell of, like, notable fights. You know, we're going to get into that. He was, uh, he, had, he had, the thing about Ray was, he had all these amazing fights, Graham, like, really good. But when he got to the big show, the actual title fights, he didn't fare so well, like, overall. He, he fought hard, but he was just, he was just that much, you know what I mean? I don't know how to explain that. And, He was, guys, he was just a little bit off. You know what I mean? The big, big, big ones. And those were the ones that I'm going to tell you about to watch because he really did have, have you know, a good fight every time he was in the ring. It was a really good battle every time. So he was, he lost to Holyfield in 95 and then he lost to Lewis in 96. The big, you know, the big boys. He got, he went up through the ranks and he got up there and he lost to those guys. And then he fought some sort of journeyman dude and he got a neck injury and he hurt himself i remember this and he was out of commission for something like 14 months and then then he got hepatitis or something and he was off for another 20 months and mm. so it just kind of went on and on where is he coming back is he coming back finally he returned in 2001 and he i don't know what he was thinking here to come back he fights the heavyweight champion of the world the lineal champion <laughs> Uh, Vladimir Klitschko in his first fight back like really dude you couldn't pick like you know somebody else you had to pick the hardest guy in the world that is insane so I don't know maybe he was getting paid a lot of money that's just basically what I figure but anyways he fights Klitschko and we all know what happens with him when a Klitschko's in there he, he knocked him out in the first round and then he got up I remember this and then he kind of just got beaten up for five more rounds and in the sixth, he got knocked out <clears throat> That was it. Klitschko took him down. So his last fight was uh, August 26, 2005. And uh, he lost to a guy named Shannon Briggs, who's a U.S. heavyweight. Lots of dreadlocks, kind of like a flamboyant kind of dude. But he got his just desserts in the end, too. So, you know, you want to play the flashy guy? Eventually, you're going to pay the piper, you know. So that's basically what happened there. So after he you know, he really had a really quiet life Graham, he lives in north carolina i understand he doesn't uh kind of hangs with the community he does some community service humanitarian stuff and but he really is under the radar he doesn't uh you know he's not he's not out doing commercials or wanting to be in the movie industry or anything like that he just him and his wife just want to relax and hang out and enjoy his uh, his uh retirement i guess right so we're gonna go over some notable fights that he had Guys, these are the ones I think you should watch, Mercer fights. They're amazing. Punching power unbelievable. Uh, skill in the ring, he, was great skill. Great skill and uh and mean as hell. <laughs> like you <laughs> he look mean as heck. So he's always fun to watch mean fighters when they go in there. I'm a gross out guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what happens, right? And it's an intimidation factor and well, worked for Mike Tyson over Michael Spinks, right? So, you know, that's how that works. And I'm sure Bola will tell you that too. Guys are always trying to intimidate other guys before the fight, during the fight, in the ring, before the fight start. Like, it's just a complete intimidation. Then at the end, they're hugging and kissing and buying each other drinks. So it's kind of like, you know, same thing in NFL football. If you're in a football game or a a boxing match or whatever it may be, you do not go to the other team after the thing and start hugging and kissing. You are supposed to hate the other team. That is the whole point of winning. You don't go and exchange jerseys and autographs and hang out at the bar together. No, 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 no. Not happening. You leave the field, and that's it. Just like they did in the old days. You know what I mean, Graham? Never mind the, uh, oh, let's hang out and whatever. That is for literally. So anyways, let's get back to the notable fights here. We got um, Mercer versus Lewis. May tenth, nineteen 1996. It was a loss. Majority decision. Lewis took that down. Mercer and Holyfield, again a loss. March twentieth, nineteen ninety five. Un- unanimous decision. So you know what I'm saying, Graham? He's he's, he's going all the way. He's just not winning them. Uh, again, Mercer versus Holmes, loss. Uh, unanimous decision. Twelve rounds. February second, nineteen ninety two. Great fight. Holmes, Holyfield, Lewis, three good ones. And then of course that Burt Cooper fight, which was a win. We'll give him the win. Unanimous decision again. 1990 so guys that's who we're talking about tonight there was merciless ray mercer check him out hell of a fighter you know never really won the big one but i respected him a lot ray thanks a lot for all the entertainment dude if you're watching out there any of your buddies all right so what do you think grammy a little more informed about ray now
0: i am and uh just one of those names that uh had left my memory banks quite frankly um, but uh, I remember now uh, that you speak to them, because when you bring other guys' names into the equation, you start going, "Oh yeah, that era." Yeah, yeah it's uh, relatively speaking a pretty like the '90s, brief, early two yeah, thousands. yeah, brief era, quite frankly. Yeah, uh, in terms of uh, Ray Mercer hitting that uh, pinnacle, if you will. Um, one of the upcoming fighters we'll be talking to is Chris Bird, and he's also in that uh, era as well. I think he, I think he knocked out Klitschko. Um,
1: yes, Chris Bird was amazing. Is this yeah. you, nobody's told me about Chris Bird? Is he coming on the show?
0: He's not coming on your show. He's coming what? on. Sorry, man. He's
1: <laughs> what? 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 You gotta He's be not, kidding me.
0: I'm not kidding you. Really? Yes, really. Wow. Sorry. What is
1: he going on the female fist?
0: No. He's Has he coming... changed?
1: Has he gone to? Is he? What's going on there? no no. why is he not on this show
0: Uh, because he was available at seven o'clock tonight and he's on the panel show
1: Wow well (laughs) there you go guys that's coming from the boss oh well can't win them all buddy but guys I want to thank you again we're gonna have some big guests coming up I can't wait to watch Chris tonight I'm just playing around Graham you know that Uh, guys go watch Chris on the uh, on the Friday night panel after this great guys wicked Christian Mikey, uh, the rest of the guys, and uh, uh, Chris Bird. Wow, that's impressive! I can't wait to watch. So, thanks again, guys, for the likes. If you like, like. Share if you like to share. All that great jazz. A couple of friends out there, guys. Thanks for watching. All right, I want to say hi to Amanda. Obviously, how you doing there? Love you all the time. All right, I want to say hi to Amber. Amber, how are you? You and your mom out there? Thanks for the thanks for the nice comments and stuff. I really appreciate it. That's awesome. And I want to say hi to my buddy, Andy Wilson, Graham, because Andy, uh, Andy's watching every night, and uh, he's a great guy. You know what I mean? One of my good buddies for since we were in high school. So thanks, Andy, your number one buddy. All right? Thanks, Graham. Guys, have a safe weekend. Guess what? We're going to end it all with the Kansas City Chiefs. Have a good Super Bowl. Eat lots, drink lots, smoke lots. Do whatever you're doing, do lots. And go, KC, go. That's who we're going for. Mahomes is not losing this. Trust me, put all your money on Mahomes, the super boy, the super kid, the super child, and that team is not losing back-to-back. That's our team, and we're out for the night. Weekend, guys, enjoy the bowl. Thank you. Thanks, Graham, for having me out. Take care. We'll see Have a nice weekend, Graham.
0: Thank you. You as well. Sounds like you will.
1: And, And we'll be watching
0: Chris Bird.